Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. That's Dennis Halnon, one of the employee owners of Tab. He comes and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And I was just thinking about, back to Stefan talking about Getty. Giddy. <laughs> My grandmother was from Estonia, so I would have been called Idik. <laughs> Thankfully, that didn't stick. Um, we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to stick her, uh, to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number, and we'll do our best to help you out. Let's go right to your calls, because John's been on the call, on the phone there for the longest here out there in Avon. What's going on, John? Hey. Um, you guys have helped me out a lot with the Open DNS. Oh, great. And uh, uh, although it wouldn't I couldn't get it to work on um, whatever the the frontiers. Um, oh, their device, router. their firewall. Okay. So anyway, um, I'm surprised that they open DNS. You can email them with your problems, and they were really quite responsive in in getting back to me. Mm-hmm. Whoa, yeah, that's good. All right, and making it work, and um, and yet it ultimately they're telling me it doesn't work because. IPv6, right? And DNS only works on IPv4. No, nope, that's not true. No, it. Uh, well, Open DNS does have IPv6 addresses too. Right. Well, that's interesting because the last email I got was that at this time I'm reading it to you. I believe you. At this time, IPv6 is not supported by Open DNS customers. Well, I don't know why they would say that because there's a whole IPv6 config. Uh, yeah. Huh. So this is the issue of training. Oh, it says, well, sorry, it says a little more. It says while IPv6 resolution will work, content filtering will not. Mm. Oh, that could be true. Okay. I'm, I'm a little Operating disappointed. Oh, give all right. Precedence IPv6 over IPv4 when available. So when IPv6 is enabled in an open data deployment, it will result in customer not receiving the blocks that they have configured. All right. Well, that's not good. Now, I always understood that as I was configuring it, it would be offering the blocks. Now, you can test that. You can um, configure the IPv6 configuration, turn off your uh, your IPv4 um, uh, TCP IP, and then see if it works. 
because I don't believe I don't believe that IPv6 should be filtered. We've talked about IPv6 now for probably half a decade. Yeah, and OpenDNS yeah. in that context. So, uh, th- so well, you, you don't need IPv6. Uh, it, it does. You know the settings. I don't know how familiar you are with the dashboard OpenDNS. It's got a high, a moderate, and a low setting. Yeah, yeah. Um, when it's on the high setting, I just to test it, it will block Instagram and YouTube and and things like that. No. Mm-hmm. Um, but other things it won't. Mm. Um, and just for example, I, I don't really know how to test it going to a, a questionable website. So I just type in playboy.com. And You're it, only it going block. for the articles anyways. <laughs> right. But it wouldn't block that. Right. So which is hmm. weird. And that's why the email back and forth, they ultimately said it won't work with IPv6. Well, that stinks. And I'm really disappointed to hear that. Yeah. I can't believe I'm hearing it from a caller. Yeah. So, and you're trying to do this for your, you're trying to protect your family, you're trying to protect, you know, the folks in right. your, within your network. So, the easy solution is to turn off IPv6 on that firewall. Don't let it hand out IPv6 IPs. You do not have to uh-huh. let it do that. So, in a firewall, you have a DHCP server. That device yep. hands out IP addresses. So, you can actually tell it to not hand out any IPv6 IPs. And guess what? Problem solved. Now, you're only going to okay. get IPv4 Uh uh, translations. They did suggest that. Good. And and but they didn't tell me what and if or any if or what the downside to doing that would be. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Do I want to do that? That's an old version. The but. the only downside is merely theoretical. If there is a website or a web server somewhere in the world that only exists with an IPv6 address, right? You won't be able to reach it. Uh, I don't know of any of those. No, we don't. Even, uh, yeah. Maybe dark web operations are taking place there, but right. that isn't anything you want to go to anyway. So you're not going to right. miss anything. Yeah. So. Okay. So you'd say it would be fine to switch it. Yeah. Make that switch because they did give me yeah. instructions how to do that. Good. And that's that's the last I heard from them. So now this but is. I was amazed that I don't pay. You don't pay for OpenDNS, and they're really quite responsive in emailing me back and forth. Yeah. Well, that's because there's a commercial side of the uh, of the equation that is paid for. Um, uh-huh. So and it's that's what's kind of funding the help that you're getting. Yeah, gotcha. Right. And you are participating in the network itself as far as finding malicious sites, right? Yeah. And, and you're part of the whole mm-hmm. network. So yeah, turn off the IPv6, um, and that'll protect your your equipment, and then you can have everything cool. work. I'm shocked that I, they are not able to filter on IPv6. I don't understand oh, that. that. I need to do some research on that. That doesn't make any sense to me. But if they're saying that's the case, yikes. And it sounds like yeah. you tested it, so yeah. Yeah. But that'll fix it for you. Thanks, guys. All right, John, thank oh, you. Thank you. Well, you you gave us right. some information we didn't have before, so we yeah. appreciate it. And we're going to cool. look into it. Um, that's that's disappointing, considering IPv6 has been around for so long, yeah. uh, which also makes me nervous about the commercial side. Mm, yeah. Right? Because if they can't do it on the free side, what's so, what's so hard about it doing it on the free side? Uh Mm, right. <laughs> yeah. Things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> Just when you think you have the right seat belt, you're flying through the windshield. Uh, asking yourself, how did that happen? Well, <laughs> right. All right. Let's continue on here. Actually, real quick, though, I was looking up the, uh, the, the Connecticut luxury tax. So it's interesting, right? So, again, our legislature decided to tax rotisserie chickens, right, at a luxury, almost a luxury tax level of 7.35%. And this is a few years ago before Bidenomics really kicked in. And now here we are, and we're looking at all these expenses. And, and uh, so now you're looking at 
expensive chickens, 30% more expensive chickens. Now, when the Connecticut luxury tax kicks kicks in, it kicks in if you buy a $50,000 vehicle or up, right? Or you buy jewelry of over $5,000. And that luxury tax is 7.75. So the Connecticut legislature thinks your rotisserie chicken is almost a luxury that you should be, you know, I don't know what it is. Is it a let them eat cake moment? But the point is, it's nuts around here. I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> How can you do that to people um, in prepared foods with a, with a clear conscience? And again, we we have the Salvation Army out there trying to help folks because they're in need, and it's because of things like that. Yeah. And, but the oddity is, if you buy an eighty thousand dollar electric vehicle, you'll get a huge rebate back from us in the form of a subsidy that the rest of us are giving you because it's coming out of our tax dollars, not coming out of the clear blue sky. So you're going to pay the higher tax rate on it, but the rest of us are making sure you can drive that car. It's just crazy. I don't know. What are we doing here? Uh, it's, I digress. Well, I'll get back to your calls here. Let's go to Rick in Bloomfield. I mean, there's so much need out there, and it's because we cause it. What's going on, Rick? Hey, good morning. Morning. I called you a few weeks ago because I was having trouble with my Wi-Fi. Uh-oh. Should we... from my router up to my laptop. All right. Should we send you to the complaint department? Did we screw something up? No, actually, um, I wound up buying a uh, a plug-in device that receives the Wi-Fi. Oh, okay. So you're, we thought your okay. internal radio was broken, and you yeah. used a thumb, like a, a USB Wi-Fi adapter. Yeah. Yeah, I bought the adapter because I didn't want to pay the technicians to pull apart my computer. I don't blame you. Oh, definitely you don't blame me for that. Yeah, so anyways, it worked out really well, and you guys helped me out. I'm not very knowledgeable when it comes to computers. But. Oh, so you're calling to say it worked? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it sure did. Oh, can we I like to hear that. Yeah, I basically only do my banking on there, and it's working fine. I'm glad to good. hear it. 50 bucks took care of it. Good. Sounds good. Glad we could be of service. So what's your password to your bank account? <laughs> I don't remember. It's on an index card. There you go. All right. There you go. That's the right answer. <laughs> Sounds good, Rick. Yep. Well, thanks for, thanks for checking in with us. Yeah, you guys take care, and God bless. Yep, you too. Yeah, bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye. Well, that's nice to hear. You never know, yeah, right? Yeah. They're going to call in and say, you guys broke my stuff. Or you... <laughs> True. <laughs> we always wonder if we did anything. Uh, let's go to Nancy in Massachusetts while we're at it. What's going on, Nancy? Hi. Uh, speaking of banks, I'm actually calling about a question about my bank, like with banks as well. So sometimes with the banks, they send you a password. And so I'm always kind of concerned that somehow, if, because they ask, ask then after that, they say, oh, should we just recognize this computer and therefore you don't have to use the password again? Right. Well, I want to use the password always. And so that's what I'm always concerned that somebody might uh, intercept the password from breaking into my computer and therefore, like, what am I supposed to do? And so I've also used like Authy and Google Authenticator. Yeah. But also, even with that, um, I, sometimes with the financial things, it's all, they don't really, maybe, they maybe might have a choice like that, or they're looking for a, uh, like a YubiKey mm-hmm. part of thing. Yep. And so YubiKey seems a, a little bit intimidating for me, even though I've gone through Authy and made it through Google Authenticator okay. Yeah. But um, I'm wondering, is there any type of like, a boot, uh, UB type key without having to spend the money for UB, it's a little expensive for that. I mean, if that's what I have to do, I'll do it. But Well, I'll tell you, it's the most secure approach to getting on a system is having a physical key like that. 
Um, Google has one, yeah, and then, I understand. Yeah, and it's don't don't be intimidated. All you're doing is tap. You're all you're doing is having it in your computer and touching it, which means the computer. Well, no, but really, it's the setting up. It's not the using that I just mentioned. Yeah, me. it's the setting up all the things with all the uh, different um, things with the. I, I I assume maybe it's like the uh, Authy one. You, you show the, the you get up the QR and then yep. you kind of. Flash it from the cell phone or whatever. Correct. But I just like with I, I didn't even know like I don't even know like I have a uh, a, a Pixel Four, mm-hmm. and so I don't I don't even know if I can use like that kind of thing for a um uh, a um UB type of, type of phone for that. I don't even know if there's anything on there for that kind of thing. Or like if I'm going to use it on my computer, most likely I would be using bank, banking stuff through my computer, not my um my phone. Right. And so. I'm just kind of concerned about like, oh, well, do I have to, uh, the, one, another one that I looked at for a, um, like a UV-ish kind of thing, they had a, like a, like what I call like a C kind of connection versus like a, one of those bigger, I yeah, mean, maybe USB or USB-C, connection. right. And I don't even know like, hey, um, should I only, uh, do I need something like that? And so, because, and the UB, I don't think has that, or I, I'm so confused about <laughs> UB-5C, it's like really okay. like, what should I order? Which one's yep. best? No, I hear you. So your questions are valid, and the problem is our industry has not made it. So we've the industry has made using computers so simple <laughs> that now we have to start putting in these securities, and this right. is what right. you get. And then the security itself is complex, and it, right. it becomes a hurdle. So we're going to get yeah, stuff. And again, I'm fearful that somebody else will break in, you know, like because yeah. when they say, oh, send the passwords from the bank, and I'm like, I don't want a password from them. I want to be creating like my – like having somebody else create one that you can't get into well, it. Well, you, when you make an association, Nancy, between your bank and maybe a financial institution, they actually have to do their ACH transmissions through that password approved, and you have to actually put your password in. Oh, but yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. But still, you know, I would like to have something more secure. Than... I know, I know. So can we put you on hold and talk about this after the break? Because I think Absolutely. Kevin's, Kevin's oh, giving me the idea. Oh, you're going to ruminate about it. Maybe it was a good question. <laughs> Every question we get is a good question. Yeah. Yes. So hang, hang on one moment. We're going to put you on hold, you. and we'll get back to you and we'll get to your calls too feel free to get online 860-522-9842 we'll be right back love to eat turkey <laughs> love to eat turkey man love to if eat i only knew that's all it would take to be a multi-bazillionaire <laughs> not that i could do it all right we're gonna get back here with nancy who's trying to who's trying to secure her stuff you there nancy Yes, I am. All right. So it's kind of... It's, I, I really need like a second FA for dummies. Well, the problem is there is there is no homogeneous approach to all your services. Yeah, that's the thing. And every service, like you you, you commented, hey, you know, I, I don't want this thing to remember my password or I don't want this thing to, to remember that I don't want to use 2FA. For, you, it, it happens all the time. Even though you click off, you know, please stop asking me. They keep asking you. Yeah. Um, well, no, but I, I, I actually do want them to ask me. I'm fearful that like somebody will um, like no, no, no. into the computer and then get the stuff. Oh, yeah, I, no. I understand. The, now I, I understand. Yeah, that's the part they ask you. They, they, I agree with you. Uh, yeah, they want to make yeah. sure that that computer is secure. So right. there is no two a favor dummy. Well, there probably is a book to a favor dummies. But the point is, each <laughs> each service that's out there is going to have a different. I would approach. read it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, even even when I on YouTube, the only thing they show is is uh, UB. That's it. They never show anything like any kind of product yeah. on Amazon or anything. Oh, right. here's how you set it up. 
Well, it's because it's different for every resource you're going to work with. Okay. Like even this morning when I came in, my wife dropped me off with my car. And guess what's on my car? Key, my keychain, my YubiKey. Yeah. So I couldn't get into my laptop because my, my wife's got the key. Now, of course, I'm a geek and I was able to figure out how I could do it. And I did. <laughs> I didn't defeat anything. Um, I no. was able to use it. Well, what, do you, what do you use or what do you use a tab? Maybe that would make a decision for me to like, hey, I go at least with you guys. Well, we recommend YubiKeys. We recommend YubiKeys. No, no, no. We recommend YubiKeys. We recommend apps. We recommend authenticator apps. These are apps that are available through Google and Microsoft as another. They're authenticator. Yeah, I use too. both of those, Authy and Google. But you know, for some of the, uh, like, like for Chase example, the only choice I have is to use something like a UB-ish kind of thing. Right. You're going to have to consider those different those different services and the methods that they want you to connect. Um, and unfortunately, there is no one fit one size fits all. I would think eventually we're going to get to the keys pretty much universally, um, or it'll be you know completely passwordless. The the idea is, as far as your yeah, question, yeah, that's what I heard as well. That passwords are passe, maybe. Right, because your device is the thing that they are con- they are confirming. You're ta- tapping that with your thumbprint, saying yeah. I'm Nancy, and it doesn't need to have the password. So. I think keys are the way to go, and the better you get at configuring keys. Now, here's the thing: don't lose your key. Right, right, and I yeah always have to purchase two because if you lose the first one, you always have to keep the other one in another place, right? There's that, but there's also recovery codes you can use, um, which are ridiculously long. Oh yeah, recovery long. codes. More involved. <laughs> Correct. That, like that, Offie has that kind of thing as well. So, like, it's it's really like you said, it's so complicated. It's a, more, a bigger problem than, you know, like buying a computer. <laughs> it is. But the benefit of having that key is you'll never be tricked right. because even if you get tricked into sending that 2FA code, a lot of people right. get tricked into sending it. There's a lot of scams that are out there that'll actually oh, I trick know. them. Believe me, you know, I, I had to, a real incident for um, identity theft. That's why I'm so, so cautious. Right. Thank goodness nothing really like happened, but, you know, it was it's scary. It is scary. And, it that's is. that's why I was like, hey, you know, is there a, a, a second FA for dummies? But yeah. I guess there's not that. But I just kind of muddle through and try to figure it out. But at least I know that I'm not like totally stupid. You're not. You're you're doing the right <laughs> things. I'm not trying to figure it out. Yeah, you can look at Ubico or you can look at. There's a Titan key from Google. Titan key. Yeah. yeah. Oh. That'll work. And again, when you're with your phone, I haven't had a lot of success with the um, the keys there. That you you can use near field communication where the key and the phone is in proximity. You can also plug in the key into the US, uh, USB C of your phone and tap it. Some of that seems to be okay. Some of it's not working. That I've had mixed well, results with that. Maybe, yeah, maybe with that I could just use keep to the computer on financial kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. real like you know that's why I was thinking at least I use something that's plug in. But right. that's okay. But it's just like again. I was so totally confused about like which one yeah. or, you know, they only work for some types or, oh, well, even when you purchase like UB, they said, oh, but uh, we don't uh, rec- recognize or we can't work with bippity bopty boo service or whatever, bank mm. XYZ. And so right. like, what are you supposed to do? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of. There's I, I, lots I of. my confusion enough. <laughs> you have, and you're not alone. And I wish I could just say buy this, and it works for everything. But all these companies offer different solutions. So. Yeah. I would well, tell again, you the keys. At least is I know I'm secure. not nuts, and I'm not like stupid. So you're not nuts or you. stupid at all. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for calling in, Nance. All right. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And I hope that's going to be a link. And not oh, yeah. well, maybe I'm not. Nancy is not a, a stupid person. But not yet, at all. Maybe looking like a a second FA kind of 
questions or something like that. Thank well, you. You're I welcome. It. All right. We'll put the links out there for you. Nancy is yeah. not alone. No, you're not. It's it, it's very complicated. Yeah, and it's uh it's kind of not fair to you guys. I mean, we we it's not fair to me either. We tell you we tell you to secure your stuff, and then you know it's a hodgepodge and it's it's a, a lot of dancing around in circles to get it to work. Right. You're like, which app do I use for my authenticator? Which one's this one? Which one's that one? It gets confusing. We're gonna be here till uh, eleven o'clock. Stick around. Get online. We'll be right back. Offer a prayer of thanksgiving for blessings we've known through the years. And we are back. I hope you're ready for Turkey Day. I know I'm not. I got a lot of work to do. Our kitchen was just ripped up recently. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you've got it a lot worse. But uh, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Uh, We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Get to your calls. Uh, We posted a, a link out there for Nancy. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Um, hopefully it helps her um, understand how to use keys or how, if based on if you heard that conversation, what you should be doing with uh, two-factor authentication. Let's go to Joe next out there in uh, Windsor. What's happening, Joe? Joe, you there? Ah. Did we lose him? Yeah, it wasn't me. Um, so Joe's gone. Uh, I guess we'll have to go to the next caller when they come online. But uh, Joe, call back. I didn't drop him. <laughs> yeah, I swear. He wasn't touching anything. No. Um, <laughs> we'll try to help you out. While we're waiting, you had an article, Dennis, you want to talk about with uh, E, um, electric uh, vehicle issues. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a electric vehicle car company Rivian. Um, They recently put out an update to their infotainment systems that are in the car. Yeah, right. Bricked them. Bricked them, huh? Bricked them. So you can't listen to the radio or podcast. Can't listen to the radio or anything, and it looks like the solution is to rip the module out and put a new one in. Ooh, that's a serious brick. So when we say brick, it means it literally can be used as a brick. It no longer can be used. Brick, yeah, brick means useless device. Yes, so they actually destroyed their ability to 
have any infotainment in their e-vehicle. And, and how did this happen? So how this happens is they updated it over the air, over mm-hmm. the air update to thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands. And, well, I'm not sure they have that many cars, a no. couple cars, <laughs> and they all get bricked. You got to ask yourself, did you not update? Did these engineers not drive the cars, number one? Do they, do they eat their own cat food? And if they're not driving the cars, why? Because if you had updated your car first and noticed you couldn't listen to the radio, you wouldn't have released it to the masses. What kind of testing is happening on these updates? I mean, if you, we can use Microsoft as an example because they recently did an update, which screwed up all sorts of servers on, oh. that were running VMware. Right. A massive issue in October. And, uh, you know, companies are moseying along using Microsoft servers and the update causes issues. Now, it didn't brick the servers, thank goodness, but it causes mm-hmm. problems. Right. And in this case, you, no no radio for you, no podcast for you, no sound for you, <laughs> no nothing for you if you're in a, a Riven vehicle that got the update over the air. Imagine if they did an update to fix a brake problem oh. or an engine problem. Or, or an or autopilot. Problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they can't get the radio right, I, what else are they going to mess up? <laughs> that's what I'm going with. You know, this shouldn't be a thing. You should be you should be choosing your update or have some stronger method of, hey, maybe I don't want the infotainment update. You know, maybe I like the font that is that is there. <laughs> and you change the font on me and you make it you brick it. You know, this has got to stop. Or or better yet, roll out the updates. You trickle them out. Right. You one day you roll it out to 5% of your car right. uh, base. And then you wait a couple days and see what happens. But this is and then you trickle out to another five percent and so on. Do you think they need geeks like us to say that though? The fact that we have to even are talking about it in the yeah, year twenty twenty, almost twenty twenty four, it's an electric vehicle and they don't know how to deal with updates. I I hope to gosh they're not doing it on the vehicle as you're driving and they do an update on the well, we autopilot. Didn't, didn't we hear from McPherson that that's not how, well, at least in the case of Tesla, mm. um, they don't, the car doesn't update while it's being driven. Well, that's nice. It, it, it only updates when it's off. That's a good, that's right. I do remember yeah. uh, the car doctor calling in and giving yep. us that info, but that was then. Now, <laughs> right. Who knows what's happening now? Right. There's a lot and of turnover in IT. <laughs> Lots of turnover in IT. The new guy could be like, eh, let's just do it. What, what, what could go wrong? <laughs> We're going to go to back to Joe. He's back. Uh, see if he can get that call in Windsor. What's going on, Joe? Yes. Uh, I bought a, a new camera and um, I tried to attach an email picture to it and I found out that it's 33 megabytes per picture. Wow. Oh, yeah. And it won't attach. Um, I'm kind of dead in the water. You are. There is no way to do that with most email uh, systems. No, what you would what you would want to do is to copy those pictures to something like Dropbox and then email a link to the photo uh, to whoever you want to see it. And what they would do is get the link in their email, which is just a little string of text, Right. And then uh, they would be able to download that photo. Yeah. So there's no other way to do that. Dropbox now, is that a Google function? or No. It's it's, uh, it's, its own company as far as I know. Oh, okay. And so you I would can, have to subscribe to, to uh, Dropbox? You can set up a free account, I would think, at some level before yeah, they start there, charging Yeah, there is you. a small amount of space that they give you for free. Um, I don't know how much it is. Maybe one or two gigs or something like that. Yeah. But even... 
33 megabytes per picture, mm. you should be able to save, you know, a, a few dozen of them and then be able to uh, get them out to people that way. And then you could erase that out of there and put in some more later. Yeah. 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 And yeah, that's, I would definitely advise you to manage it because uh, you don't want to just leave these things out there forever. Yeah. Yeah. You want to, you want to put them out as long as needed to get them to somebody and then get rid of it. The other thing, Joe, is why do you need to send a 33 meg version of the file? It sounds like it's a raw image. Um, do you have to send the full image like that, or can you send a smaller, maybe two meg image, if you do it in a JPEG or a different format? Okay, I think I have that choice. I just thought that by you know putting all the the bits of information in there, you get a better picture. But I don't know what JPEG would do to uh, the quality of. The- Picture. You wouldn't notice it. So for oh, for okay. most, unless you're in a put, lot of cases, yeah, you unless you're putting it up on some big, you know, huge sign or something like that, you know, oh, you, no, you don't no. need all that data. No, no. So, well, so what would you estimate a JPEG? Uh, that might knock it down big. to five megs or even two megs. It all depends on oh. how big you you made it, but a couple meg file. All right. So I should change the camera setting to JPEG and. Yeah. Um, take all the future pictures that way. Well, that's a way to do it. I mean, I mean, Carmen has been our guy forever, uh, and we and, and and John Ryan. You know, if you're a, if you're a guy that can actually take all that data in that raw image and do something with it, then you're going to yeah. want to do it in raw. But it doesn't sound like you are. It just sounds like no. you defaulted it. So I would tell you to change it to JPEG, and you'll be a happy guy. Yeah, I'm just an amateur. All right. Um, the other question, if I have, if you have time for another yeah, sure, question, sure. Um, I have AVG for security. Ah. Uh. And uh, I've been getting for some time now a message on there saying that people can see what you do, and they want to sell me something to provide additional security. Um, is that how can they really see what I'm doing? How do they get through my router? Because the router is about a twelve or fifteen digit number. I'm watching you right now, Joe. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they um. So what they're probably trying to sell you is what's called a VPN. Right, so most likely that's what they're trying to sell you. Uh, you're probably right. Yep. Um, now, AVG's out of the Czech Republic. I, I wouldn't go to them for my security, number one. Um, so I would tell you to maybe remove AVG altogether and just use the built-in Windows Defender. Um, that would be my choice. And what they're saying is people can see. When they, say pe- when they say people can see, when you surf the Internet without a VPN, your Internet provider, your browser, all the folks involved, are, are, they can see where you've been. Right? right. When you do it with a VPN, as long as the VPN is not leaking local DNS, um, then the VP, your your usage is encrypted, and quote unquote people can't see what you're doing. Not that you're doing anything wrong, Joe. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> but the point is, if you're going to a you know your financial websites or you're going to uh, banking websites, adding a VPN is an additional layer of security that can be helpful. And if you don't want people to market to you as to where you're going. Um, it can be helpful. But if you actually are logged into the Google browser with your Joe interface and you're on a VPN, guess who knows where you're going? Yeah. Google. Yeah, because they're inside. Right. They're inside the VPN with you. Because you invited them <laughs> and you All logged right. them in and everything. <laughs> yeah. So it's hard to it's hard to completely obfuscate what you're doing on your computer. Yeah. Um, but uh, so they're just trying to sell you that feature. And a VPN is a good idea these days, but I don't know that I would get it from the Czech Republic. Nothing wrong with the Czech Republic. It's a fine place, yeah, I'm sure. Well, right. they are they are yeah. members of NATO. Yep, I'm sure they are. It's just <laughs> I don't like to go. I would rather get my security more local. That's just yeah. Me. So if I were if I were on the Internet, 
if they can see what I'm doing, you know, like I'm not doing anything wrong. So right. other than, like you say, financial uh, passwords or, you know, that type of thing. Right. Um, that's You don't want that out there. So you have to get a v, VPN. Correct. Have you read the book 1984? I mean, that's kind of what I'm getting at, right? You're not doing anything wrong until you are doing something wrong, and it all depends yeah. on whose thoughts you can or cannot have. Yeah. So, no, it's just, just security for numbers, you know, for, right. for bank accounts, you know, that type of thing. I understand. And I don't do that much, so. Nope. Okay. All right. All right, Joe. Thank you very much. You're welcome, sir. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Take care. You know, not that we're doing anything wrong now, but again, I don't know, it's getting crazy out there. I did read there was going to be some change by the FCC having to do with Internet recently. I didn't read into it further. Like the net, We talked about net neutrality possibly coming back. and I think they right. did some voting that is going to be messing with net neutrality, which I don't think is a good idea, guys. Well, but I'm not the guy voting. What do you got, Kevin? Another break and then come back? We're going to step out for a quick break and get back to your calls. Ken, John, and Chuck will be right back. Thank God for this Thanksgiving day. All right. We are back. Kevin's been picking the, the tunes here for Thanksgiving, so I didn't know there was that many Thanksgiving songs. Yeah. He's, he managed to find them. It's cool. So we're going to be here till 11 o'clock, and then Dr. Alessi will be in with Healthy Rounds, so stick around for that. And you guys filled up all the phones, uh, keeping us busy today, so we appreciate that. We're going to go to, uh, who's next here? Who's on the longest? We're going to John, uh, the longest. He's uh, didn't give us a town, so he's somewhere in the United States. Oops. Uh, hang on a minute. i got to pick out the right thing here. I'm a ding-a-ling. Let's go to John, as I mentioned. There you go, John. Good morning. Good morning, sir. What All right. Um, I have four email addresses, one yeah. for work. One is my regular Gmail address. One is for uh, a group I belong to. A fourth one for a group I belong to will be used for an election to elect officers. Okay. So it's defunct. It's no longer necessary. Right. I thought I followed the instructions properly to delete that one address, and I deleted all four of my addresses. It took me about an hour to restore <laughs> everything. So oh, yeah. I'm a little gun shy about trying to get rid of the one that is, you know, I have no use for anymore. So I was wondering how I would do that. What, what it's account- a Gmail account. It's a Gmail account. So what's your mail client that you're using to delete the account from? Is it G- is it the Gmail um, tool you're using? Do you get your mail using? Yes. Okay. I mean, that shouldn't be a big deal as far as deleting the account from within Gmail's because you can add accounts, you can add Outlook accounts, Gmail accounts, any kind of accounts within that Gmail app. Yeah. Um, so deleting it should just be a matter of choosing it and removing it. I also wonder if he just wants to shut down the account entirely. On the Google side, yeah, just yeah, get rid of the account completely. You can do that. So log in, log into it through a web browser, maybe, and then right, and then you would tell Google, "Hey, I'm not using this account no more. Get rid of it." You could do it that way. It'll still be in your G. It'll still be in. It'll your, see in your client, but at right. least it's shut off. Right. And the worst thing that'll happen in the email client is you're going to get an error. It's going to tell you, "Oh, I can't reach this account." Right. And you're like, "Yeah," because I don't have it anymore. And and the good the the good thing about mail is if you did what you did, as you found, it'll resync. Mm-hmm. So you didn't really lose anything by your mistake. Just lost some no, time. No, but I had anxiety for the hour. <laughs> that too. Yeah, we, we understand that anxiety. Oh, we know that anxiety. <laughs> we know it very well. <laughs> yes, that's, All that, right. that's a good so thing. I'll go back and try that. Thank you. You yeah. got it. Yeah, just go ahead and delete it. You'll be fine. 
just bad luck there. But that anxiety is something every IT person lives. Oh. Even if they told you, go ahead and delete it. I don't need it. And you're like, you know what? Yeah, you're full of baloney. Yeah. You're going to call me in three months. <laughs> we actually had a, uh, one of our clients ask for a, an email that they wrote 21 years ago. Yes. Yeah. I got that one. You did, huh? I got that one. I saw that come through yesterday. Oh, yeah. Did I you, got that were one. Were you able to find a 21-year-old email? No. No. And that's part of the problem. No, but I did go back 14 years. Right. And and then people, you know, go ahead and delete my account. Really? I don't believe you. <laughs> you want me to delete that? All right, let's go on to who's been on the longest. Uh, let's go to Ken in Marlboro next. What's going on, Ken? Hi there. Uh, just kind of, uh, I noticed when you mentioned about the radio issue. Yeah. Uh, but before I mention that, uh, you mentioned the book 1984. I think that should be mandatory reading in all high schools. I know. Especially now. I know. Uh, but uh, but regarding the radio, I have a 2017 Subaru. Bought it three years ago. Never had an issue with the radio until the other day. All of a sudden, it just sound totally went away. And I even put a CD in. That wouldn't play sound either. Uh-oh. Look it up in the manual. It says that it goes through a reset and it totally shuts off the sound while it's doing that. And then finally, I saw a scroll bar on the screen. Um, uh, the scrolling across with the the reset. You know, the scroll bar. Right. But it's the first time it's ever done that in three years I've had the car. <laughs> and I'm not sure if it's something that set it off or whether I just, I don't know. Well, sometimes resets, I mean, my wife's got a Honda Odyssey, and every now and again it does that too. Um, at the 2018, I think, Honda? I don't know how old it is. I think it's 2018. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's basically the system itself resetting because most of these cars won't give you any kind of updates unless you pay for them, thank, thankfully. So. Yeah. I'm not paying Honda to get my update. It works. I don't care. Don't mess with it. Um, same in your case. But I have seen that reset issue on the on the Odyssey, so I suspect it's similar with yours. Now, now one other question I want to ask you regarding Facebook. Yeah. I have two Facebook accounts. Mm-hmm. And I have one that I use predominantly, and the other one is also there. Uh, I think it's. I think I have it listed as a friend of. I'm a friend of myself. Yeah. Uh, can I, how do I get? Can I just get rid of that second face? How do I get rid of the darn thing? I've tried going in there to leave. I can't seem to kill it. Uh, that should be pretty straightforward, even within Facebook. Uh, we can look up the instructions as to how to remove it. Yeah, we can get we can get some instructions out there for you to do that. Yeah, it shouldn't be too big of a deal. And a lot of times, I thought when when you said you have another Facebook account, a lot of people are getting their accounts counterfeit by other people. They're they're downloading their pictures. They're creating an account on your behalf and then reaching out to your friends and then saying they need something. Uh, no, this is my case. My case, I created one, and then I was guess I was doing a second one, kind of still personal, but it was more work related, and I ended up with these two. Yeah. No, I understand. Yeah, we'll put the link up there as far as how to do it. It shouldn't be that difficult to delete the account. No, it's not. It's just a few steps on their website. Okay, appreciate that. Yep. You got it, Kim. Thanks. You got it. All right. Good luck with your Subaru. <laughs> um, these systems, they just update. I mean, I've seen it. With, I think it was, it's always the wrong time, right? You, you try to start your car, and, and the thing is doing an update or some sort of reset. Um, but I see it on her on her vehicle every now and again. I don't know why or what happens to it. Let's go with uh, Chuck. Uh, yeah. Chuck, I got about a minute. Let's see if we can get you yeah, on. Well, you see the question? Uh, something about a VPN. Yes. The question is, what's the functionally the difference since I've installed OpenDNS between that and 
and NordVPN. They're both VPNs, aren't they? Nope. Open DNS. So think of the think of Open DNS as the highway, right? And Open DNS is a is the HOV lane of the highway. It's it's a safe lane. You can't get on certain exits that are bad. So think of Open DNS as just a nice safe lane all to yourself, uh, with the least malicious access to internet sites. And think of the a VPN as going through a tunnel on that highway. Wasn't Open DNS bring me to Cisco? OpenDNS is the Cisco DNS that you're using, which means when you go www.computertalkwithtad.com, you're getting the DNS from Cisco. Yes, that's okay. But so that, I'm, tunneling, I'm tunneling to Cisco. Well, you're not tunneling in OpenDNS. No, the traffic that you're sending to and from things is not getting tunneled through Cisco. It's not encrypted. All that's happening is Cisco is your computer's phone book. Right. You okay, Let's say it. you want to go to yahoo.com. You're going to go to Cisco, find out where that is, and then your computer will go to yahoo.com right. independently of Cisco. Right. And then, and a VPN is going to encrypt that you went to yahoo.com. Right. And it will, it will send all of that traffic through one gateway that belongs to the VPN company. Right. Through that tunnel. And that would be the tunnel that you're going through. So does one need both? If you want to be more secure, the answer is generally yes. Yeah. Nowadays, and I would tell you to look at um, Proton VPN because if you look up Nord VPN, if you do, they've had some issues. They've had breaches. <laughs> Not that Proton won't either, but for now they haven't. <laughs> All right, Chuck. All right, thanks, guys. You got it, sir. It's a good question. I mean, it gets confusing. It is. Security is a layered thing. I want to thank Kevin for producing. I want to thank uh, Mike for posting everything live. And remember, we want you to be geeks, too. See you next Saturday with Special Agent from the FBI, Connor Phoenix. Woo! We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.